Welcome into the Inside the NFL Prospects podcast series. I'm Jack Borowski, joined here alongside my co-host Brian Sternberg. On this episode, we are fortunate to have on Paul Kratt. Paul is a starting offensive lineman for the Villanova football team and is one of the top returning players as he was named first team all-conference last season. Paul, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me, Jack. Starting it off, we see where you're at as one of the top players in the FCS level. There are still question marks about what's going to happen with the season, whether you guys specifically are going to be able to play in the fall, what's going to happen potentially with the spring. But just during this time off and this off season, what have you been working on to hone your skills and get your game to where you want it to be for whenever your senior season is? Uh, yeah, I mean, my biggest thing uh, is be faster and be stronger. So, uh, I mean, you all, there's just starts from the bottom up. So I've been working on my, uh, my lower body more, trying to get my squad and my, my single leg stuff, everything, all my mobility stuff, trying to get everything uh, to be as strong and as sturdy as possible. Cause as I progress, everybody's going to be getting bigger and stronger as I keep moving up. So uh, I got to make sure I keep up with them and I'm still able to do what I can do now uh, a couple of years from now. So. Paul, going back to high school, what point was it during high school that you started to realize that you wanted to play at college football? Probably around my junior year. So I played a little bit my sophomore year. Um, I mean, I played ever since third grade, but I played varsity a little for a couple games my sophomore year. And I was like, I don't know how good it because I hear the stories about people playing as freshmen and all this stuff like that. So I didn't know how good I was actually going to be. And then my junior year, I started to realize like, oh, okay, like uh, I'm, I'm pretty good at football. I think, uh, I think I can do something with this. And then I went through um, the junior camp circuit uh, over the summer going into my senior year and I did really well. And uh, I started getting a lot of attention from uh, schools and I was like, and then it finally hit me. It didn't really hit me until a school finally said, Hey, we want you to come play football. And I was like, Oh wow. Okay. This is actually a real thing that I did. So it was, uh, it was an awesome moment. It's uh, one of my favorite memories. Paul in high school, that recruiting process that you had to deal with junior, senior year, what was that like for you as a whole dealing with that while also being just a normal high school student? And then what went into that eventual decision to decide that Villanova was a place you'd want to play your collegiate career at? Um, I mean, at the very start, uh, like the recruiting process is pretty cool. Like you're, super excited about it and it's uh, everything is coming at you at once like you have coaches dming you on twitter you have people following you you have people asking for your uh, your thoughts and opinions on schools and stuff like that so it's really exciting to get all that attention at the start and then as a couple months go by and you're still getting all that attention and people are still wondering where you want to go and all this stuff it starts to weigh pretty heavily on you and you start to kind of get into your own head and so I, I didn't I didn't enjoy that part too much so I ended up uh, so I got my first offer at the very end of spring my junior year and then I uh, started I pretty much got all my offers during the camp circuit going into my senior year and so I committed in August after I visited uh, the schools I 
I narrowed it down to Toledo, uh, Villanova, and William and Mary pretty much. And uh, I visited those three, and I loved Villanova's campus. I loved the coaching staff. All the coaches had been there for, I mean, Andy Talley was there for 30 years. He was the head coach for my freshman year. Coach my Coach Ferrante, he's been there for 30 years now. Um, and then pretty much everybody on the staff has been there for five plus years uh so i was like wow this this is a coaching staff that really loves their players and really loves this program and wants to do everything for this program to succeed and so i knew that uh i was going to be with these guys for a while and i loved the campus and it was a perfect fit so how do you think deciding to go with villanova is going to set you up for success not only on the football field but in the classroom football isn't for life and a villanova degree is is for life so I mean, coming out of Villanova with a degree for, for, I graduated with a political science degree. So I'm going to be able to find a job uh, pretty much as soon as I, I'm done with football. And I'm, I'm blessed to be in this position, have a great degree to go along with the great experiences that I've had in my life. So, uh, um, I mean, it's, there's no better combination, I think, in the country of uh, athletics and academics. With your academic career early on, how was that? Because Villanova is a very difficult school coming in there, also having to be a student athlete. What was the transition like academically from high school to college while dealing with being a Division One athlete? Yeah, so I mean, it wasn't the best student in high school. Uh, I mean, it was, it was a little, probably got in my head a little bit. I was going to go play college football. So I wasn't always the best student. So I was... Uh, I, whenever coming into Villanova, I was like, wow, these guys wouldn't even have looked at my resume, uh, my application if, uh, if I didn't play football. So I kind of hunkered down a little bit, uh, and I took schooling a little bit more seriously. And my freshman year, they, they know that it's a tough school and they know that it's a big transition from high school to college. So, I mean, they, they put us in study hall for an hour every single day that we have meetings with academic advisors. We have, uh, once a week, we have people pretty much just scheduling out our academic uh, academic programs for the whole freshman year, and it creates a great foundation for us. So uh, I did really well my freshman year, um, and it really carried. I just pretty much gained all the uh, all the academic weapons that I needed to have that I didn't uh, I didn't have in high school, and I was able to do really well and i graduated with 3-0 i made dean's list once proud of that and uh yeah so i was, I was it, it wasn't as bad as a transition with uh all the help that i received so i really thank villanova for that and paul when you first arrived on campus freshman season getting adjusted to the speed of the game being adjusted to the, just being in college overall as a student athlete um was there someone that took you under their wings and kind of um, helped you a lot, whether it was a coach or another player? Uh, yeah, I mean, whenever I first got on the campus my freshman year, we had about five, we had five returning off, uh, offensive linemen, three of which ended up going to the NFL. Um, so, I mean, they, so I knew pretty much I was going to be graduated. I knew I was going to take that um, year off unless one of them got hurt, but nobody ended up got, getting hurt. So I knew I was going to get rich red shirted. So, uh, I kind of just took that time to, uh, to 
grow and get stronger and learn the game, learn the program and all that stuff. But then my first year started playing, I was nervous and I was worried. And I mean, I, I, I knew going into the spring that I was going to start the next year. So uh, I, was, I was really nervous, really nervous. But I, I had a fifth year, Matt Donahue. He was our center my sophomore year. And uh, he, he took me under his wing and he showed me the ropes. And he uh, he taught me the edge that I have today. So I, I got to give props to him. So uh, he's, he's one of my best friends. So I'm really thankful to have him. Was there a moment, though, early on in your career you mentioned being able to register and then coming in? It is nerve-wracking no matter at what point when you're starting, but was there a moment early on for you, Paul, where you realized, whether it be practice, game, all right, this isn't high school anymore. These are legit Division One collegiate football players. Yeah, uh, my redshirt year, uh, whenever we were on, I mean, I was running scout team my uh, redshirt year, so uh, they, I was at left guard on scout team. And I had Tano Passanio, the second-round draft pick for the Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl winner. Uh, he across the line for me. And then I had Austin Calitro, a middle linebacker. He was he's he's been in the NFL ever since he graduated. And they're both two crazy dudes. And uh, I I was on scout team, and I ran up and I hit Tano, and then I tried to hit Calitro as hard as I could, and then I didn't move him at all. And the, the next play, he just didn't care about the play, just came right after me and took my head off. So I was like, okay, this is no longer high school football. These are grown men that I'm hitting. <laughs> Paul, talking about players like Tano, players that come from these smaller schools and are now playing in the NFL, how has their success motivated you? Yeah, I mean, that was probably one of the like, biggest things, like questions uh, I had about going – to like differences between let's say Toledo and Villanova. I mean, Toledo was pushing like, Hey, we can do two better experience uh, for the NFL and this and that. And then, uh, and so I was, I was kind of worried about that. I was like, yeah, I don't know in high school. I was like, I don't know about uh, FCS and how many guys from the SES, FCS actually go to the NFL. But then once I got on campus and I saw the talent that we had and how many scouts were actually coming to campus uh, to practice to see these guys? I was like, oh, I was like, there are scouts here every day. I was like, if I if I do well and if I if I ball out, they're going to see me. They're going to see me practice. They're going to see me work hard, and they're going to see that I can play football just like everybody else. And so that that really flipped the switch in my mind. Like, okay, this is like this is no like I'm I have no excuse to be like oh. Scouts were looking at me because I was not a small school. I was like, all right, let's let's show up for the scouts. Let's show up to the people that are trying to trying to find people for the NFL. So, uh, so that really inspired me and uh, gave me it's given me an op- opportunity right now. So, I'm happy for it. If we do have a normal season to some degree, Paul, what would you want scouts and GMs to see on your film that? whether it would be a weakness that you had last year that you think you're going to improve on or some of your strengths to your game, what would you want them to see on your senior film? Uh, so I really want to improve my second level blocking. That was my, my big point of emphasis. Uh, I want to be able to stick on linebackers. I want to be able to finish linebackers more. Uh, I mean, I did it, I did it all right uh, my last season, but I want to, I mean, as I progress, linebackers are going to get bigger and, 
faster pretty much. So I gotta, I gotta make sure I can keep up with them and uh, do all that. So I'm going to make it a point of emphasis on uh, my film next year so that I can stick on linebackers and put them in the third. And Paul, when you watch film, uh, whether it may be a player in the NFL, is there someone that you emulate your game after? Are you feel you play similar to? Yeah, uh, I mean, I always my favorite my favorite offensive lineman is David DeCastro and the Steelers. I'm a Pittsburgh guy, so I love watching my Steelers and David DeCastro. He's the the atypical offensive lineman, and he's uh, he's a great dude. He's consistent every single play. Uh, I mean, he's real cerebral. Graduated from Stanford with like a uh, engineering with like a chemical engineering degree, and uh, he's he's a great dude. If you listen to, him to interviews, he's just always nice, and uh, he plays with the Nets. He's a nice dude off the field, and he's a killer on the field. So uh, I love I love that, and uh, I think he's a great player. And then with college film, Paul, what are some things that you think you've improved on in regards to your ability to break down film over your collegiate career? And as someone who's played center, how important is it to be on the same page as your offensive, other offensive linemen when watching film and having a good understanding of what you guys need to do as a whole to succeed? Yeah, uh, I mean, my sophomore year, I mean, my freshman year, I wasn't watching any film. <laughs> That's probably the reason why I stayed redshirted. But uh, my my sophomore year, whenever I knew I was gonna, I knew I was gonna really play. Um, I I I didn't really know what I was looking for. I didn't know. I like I knew when I would mess up, but I knew when I took a bad step or this or that. But um, I didn't. I couldn't really break down the other team's film. So I didn't know what like the defense was doing, uh, like in our sets and stuff like that. And then once I had made the transition to center my junior year, I I just sat in the film room with my coach, my coach Devine, and we just sat there and he just explained everything to me. And so I'll, I sat there and he just spoon fed me all the information. And then so for that season, I gained the experience of, okay, when the safety's over here and he's pushed down low and he's capping over the cornerback, that cornerback can blitz and I have to make sure that I be the cornerback so that we know that the cornerback can come. And so he doesn't come uh, free off the edge and just stuff like that, that I picked up and I little tidbits of information thrown around. I've learned, I've learned how to read defenses and I've learned how to pick up blitzes without even knowing that they're coming and stuff like that. So I think, I mean, it's super important. There's times in, uh, in games where I'm calling out blitzes and they're, they haven't even, they haven't moved. We didn't draw them off or anything like that. So, I mean, it's, if you can get an edge any way you can, uh, then that's extremely important. And then for the center position, if you're not watching film with your entire offensive line, then you're doing it wrong. I mean, all five of you have to be inside the film room together doing doing pretty much running every single play into every single formation uh, of the defense. Because if you don't, you're going to be caught off guard. And I think that's what one thing that we did really well this year was not being caught off guard, not being unprepared. And I think that's why we had a lot of success in the offensive line room this year is because we just sat in the film room together and made sure that we went over every single scenario uh, possible. And I think that's uh, what led to our success. Paul, having strong relationships with your teammates, not only on the field, but also off the field, is so vital, vital to team success. 
are there certain activities you like to do with your teammates when you guys are not playing football? Yeah, I mean, we – so I live uh, – I room with two other offensive linemen, MJ and Kofi, uh, our left tackle and right guard. And, uh, I mean, we're always hanging out together. I mean, like, we're, we're the three fifth years uh, on the offensive line, and we're always together. And then uh, we play we play basketball. We go bowling. I mean, the literally anything and everything you can figure out to do together, we do. Uh, we have a little sushi joint uh, up the street. That's an all-you-can-eat sushi place, and that's uh, they don't like whenever the Villanova offensive lineman comes in. That's for sure. <laughs> With your guys and the – bonding that you guys have been able to develop paul how would you describe the football culture though that you guys have at villanova i mean football culture we we established it last year i mean we we lost it there for a little bit we i don't think we uh, had our defined culture um but we as a senior class wanted to make sure we established it and uh, we created 88 strong and we just created that we're stronger together i mean there's nothing there's we had a lot of uh, lot of separations in the team and uh, before that and so we came together as a unit and we made sure that we focused on being stronger together that no one person is greater than the team that uh, we we will do anything and everything to make sure that our team will succeed and uh, I think that's just it created a great cohesive unit and we all became so much closer it was the most fun I've ever had playing football and. Uh, it was it was honestly a great year with ADH Strong, and uh, we hope to carry that on through the season, whenever that is, the spring or the fall. Uh, that just the culture of nothing's going to break us up. We're all we're always going to have that chip on the shoulder because it's us against you. We have the we have the fewer guys. You got you guys got the 115 man rosters. We got the 80 or 90 man rosters. We we're but we're taking our 90 and kicking the shit out of your 115. So that's uh. That's 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 the culture that we have, and we're gonna keep building on it and keep uh, making sure it lasts for a while. Paul, uh, aside from football, two of your sisters play volleyball in college. Um, just family overall, how important have they been in all the decisions that you've had to make? Yeah, uh, I mean, my my mom, she was probably the biggest. Uh, she was probably the biggest uh, driving factor behind the choice of Villanova. She wasn't a fan of the other schools and she, she really wanted me to go to Villanova. So it's tough to, tough, tough to go against your mom. Uh, and, uh, it was also extremely nice having my sister, uh, there at Temple. She was playing volleyball at Temple at the time. So she was there for my whole freshman year. So it was, uh, really nice. But I mean, being close to home, it's, I always knew, I always knew I, I couldn't go too far away because I, I would miss my family too much. And that'd be, I want them to come to games, see me play. I don't want them to be always watching on TV. So my mom, she comes to every home game. She's there in the stands to on every every away game she can. And uh, so it's I'm I'm happy with the decision. I knew I wanted to make a decision close to home, and uh, very happy that I did. In addition to the success of this football program, we know the basketball team has had an incredible past few seasons have you been able to catch any basketball games or what's that experience like because i mean two national championships in the past five years is pretty incredible we have a basketball team and another one <laughs> uh, we <laughs> it's uh 
I mean, it's awesome. I mean, like they're all great dudes. Uh, it's it it stinks getting a little overshadowed every once in a while on national championship runs, but uh, it's it they're they're awesome guys. I mean, we as athletes, Nova creates a pretty good like athlete culture where uh, you can hang out. Everybody's pretty cool with hanging out with. Um, so, but yeah, I caught a. I'm not I'm not the biggest basketball fan. I, I hate watching the NBA. It's just not my sport. And uh, but college basketball is pretty cool to watch. So I caught a couple games. They when they play down Wells Fargo, we go down to the Wells Fargo games, and uh, I caught one game in the in the pavilion. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's awesome. I mean, the student section is super cool. Uh, it's all it's nice being in the student section to see that atmosphere and see that uh, see that stuff. So it's it's cool. I like it a lot. And Paul, do you have a favorite memory from your collegiate career so far? Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough to beat. Uh, I mean, the, like a singular play would be taking a knee at, at uh, Lincoln Financial to win the game against Temple my junior year uh, and just turning around and seeing my quarterback with the biggest smile on his face screaming, let's go. So it was, it was an awesome moment. I've, I've never shook so much hiking a ball for a knee in my life. So uh, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was an awesome experience, especially because uh, – my sister went to Temple, so it was nice to rub that in her face as well. What's that experience like? Because Temple, one of the best football programs, when you think about FBS versus FCS, the FCS teams, you guys can 100% compete. What is it like to be able to show a team as good as Temple that, all right, we belong with the best of you guys because we have the talent and players to compete at the highest level? Yeah, I mean it's it, it's it's tough to beat. I mean that's why it's my my most my favorite football memory. Uh, I mean, especially because they're just so close and they're all they're always like the big brother to the little brother type deal. So uh, I mean it it's great being able to shove it shove it in the noses of the FBS uh, superior guys. Like the people say, oh, it doesn't matter. It's an FCS game. That's a that's an easy win, and it's it's really nice to shut them up for a couple weeks or a season. So uh, it's 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 awesome, man. It's really cool, and uh, especially because we're so close. Like we run into those guys every once in a while, and they they just shake their heads at us, like, "Damn, you guys really beat us." But uh, we we gave it to them the year before, and we made sure that we made our presence known. They only beat us by a field goal, so it wasn't a fluke either. Like we beat them. We beat them fair and square. We didn't catch them off guard. They knew how good we were, and uh, we came to play that day. So it was awesome. And Paul, if you could play another FBS football team, what team would that be, and why? Uh, I definitely wanted to play against Pitt. We played them uh, freshman year, and uh, I dressed for that game, and it was awesome running out on Hines Field. Um, so I definitely want to play against Pitt again, so uh, I can actually get in the game and maybe alter the outcome a little bit. Paul, hypothetical question. We know you touched on DeCastro earlier, but in general, if he could be trained by one player in the NFL or even someone who has uh, decided to retire from the league, who would it be and why? Probably Joe Thomas. I mean, like he was the best in the business for so long. Uh, I mean, so, I mean, it'd be, it'd be nice to learn what his, get inside his head a little bit and figure out how he was so good for so long. And honestly, just ask him how he stayed healthy for so long. Cause, uh, that's, that's the best secret that he has is uh, how he stayed healthy and didn't miss a snap for the 
a million games or whatever he did, uh, long streak. <laughs> and Paul, for our last question, for any rising high school football player, what is the best piece of advice you could give to them? Just keep working. No matter what, no, no matter what anybody says. I mean, like your high school, your high school season's in uh, is in jeopardy right now. So I mean, it's it's tough, but you have to keep your head down and keep working. Uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of uncertainties in the world, but uh, today is the only thing promised. So you got to make sure you got to make the best of today. Get out there, work out, make sure you handle your school business, and uh, and you'll you'll be all right. That was Paul Grant with the Villanova football team. We really appreciate your time and wishing you best of luck next season. Thank you guys for having me.